Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan. Today's episode, I am doing a solo episode. You can either listen to this wherever you listen to your podcast, and I started something new, recording myself once in a while, and you could listen to me on, listen to me and watch on my YouTube channel. Today, I'm going to be talking all about stress. I feel like as adults, we live in a world of chronic stress. We live in a world of go, go, go busyness is glorified. And also we live in a world where we give and we give and we give, and then we're depleted ourselves. I'd like to first do a disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I'm not here to treat, diagnose, cure anyone. My podcast is for information, informative and entertainment purposes only. With that being said today, I put together a stress management 101 ebook. I have an opportunity for all of my listeners to get it for free. Either email me at Nick, N-I-K, Lanigan, L-A-N-I-G-A-N at gmail.com or DM me and say you want the Stress Management 101 ebook. And I will send you an email of it in PDF form. So this is really what it looks like. And I'm going to be talking about it today. So um, simple techniques to get rid of stress, help with stress, or chronic everyday stress. I've been deep diving into personal development and self-care this summer. I've been really intentionally slowing down, checking in with myself. I cannot work out, as you guys probably know. Um, so I really have to find other ways. Sometimes I think we get in the habit of working out or even meditating or doing these things to stuff down our emotions. We want to bring them up and release them and help with every area of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all of that, all encompassing, all encompassing. So whether you are stressed out, burned out, exhausted, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I hope these techniques help you. I hope they help you release them and take care of yourself, not suppress them and push them down. So um, yeah, let's just get started. Um, So I know like everyone probably feels stressed an adult. If you're a parent, you don't even have to be a parent, just an adult. Um, Short-term stress is very manageable. It doesn't cause lasting damage and eventually subsides once you've dealt with whatever is causing it. But long-term stress triggers chemical changes in our body. That makes it more vulnerable to disease, including heart disease, anxiety disorders, depression, dementia, sleep disorders, 
your immune system also will go down. You will get sick. You will get a cold. You're more susceptible to catch anything and you're more susceptible to physically get hurt. By making small changes that work within your budget and lifestyle, you can prevent stress from negatively impacting your health and productivity levels. Therefore, I created this ebook, this guide, as you will. I can open it. So stress is a normal reaction to our body, our normal a reaction that our body normally has to threats, but it's also highly subjective experience. So while stress can negatively impact our health, some stress is good, you know, like um, it can help you perform better. Um, if you have that stress, like it's your, one of your first races or marathons, you typically will run faster because your adrenaline, cause you're like um, nervous and stress, your adrenaline will kick in. Um, and even like there's people have everyday stress and it's inevitable, but, and it's a part of life, but you need to check in. Um, you don't want stress to cause heart disease or depression or get out of hand. So there, there are three common causes of stressing out. Number one is the unsettling effects of change. Number two is the feeling that an outside force is challenging or threatening you. And number three, the feeling that you have lost personal control. According to a study published in the Proceedings of National Academy of Science, chronic stress can lead to long-term changes in your brain. If you follow, follow Dr. Aman on um, Instagram, he's really big in um, doing imaging of the brain and like showing effects of everything, effects of stress, effects of tobacco, of marijuana, of alcohol, of um anxiety medicine, like everything. So, I mean, it's, it's true. So whether you're under pressure, cortisol, the hormone cortisol level. So that's the hormone that helps deal with stress gets released in your bloodstream. And this can prompt physical symptoms like headaches and jitteriness, but it also has other effects on the body. So over time, excessive amounts of cortisol changes how our brain works by reducing the gray matter in areas associated with learning and memory. A University College of London study found that women under chronic work stress had thicker cortices than those who aren't stressed. The findings suggest that as we get older, it's important to stay as mentally sharp as possible. When you're in distress, you're likely to experience the following symptoms, headache, fatigue, um, gastrointestinal problems, high blood pressure, inability to focus, lack of concentration, sleep disturbances, trouble falling asleep, trouble staying asleep, sweaty palms, shaky hands, anxiety. And then there's four types of stress. There's physical and physical is physical stress relates to things like feeling overwhelmed, sleeping less or struggling to get a good night's sleep, um, sleeping more chemical stress. Chemical stress refers to environmental pollutants, food intolerances, IBS, poor diet, and the endocrine gland intolerance. Thermal stress is defined as increase in temperature or heat that causes dramatic change to a person's body temperature. Thermal stress refers to either extreme hot or extreme cold, like hypothermia cold. Um, and extreme temperatures of your body 
in extreme temperatures, if your body can cool down quickly enough, you'll avoid this. So thermal stress is kind of like, um, being outside in a blizzard for too long, being in, um, the desert too long. It's not, it's like environmental and like thermal, like actual temperature. Um, and it causes stress on your body. Or if you're sick and you get a temperature, like a fever, emotional and mental stress, emotional stress is just what it sounds like the negative emotions of anger, fear, shame, embarrassment, and sadness. These are not easy feelings to deal with when they arise and they can linger for a while after they happen. It's normal to experience some emotional stress from time, one time or another. Um, it's when these feelings linger that problems can begin. This type of stress is often referred to as chronic because it tends to stick around. Stress-related illnesses are caused by a combination of these stresses over time. And researchers have shown that those with stress-related illnesses follow a series of events that occur as a reaction to chronic stress. So there are also um, different types or different ways our body responds to stress. So number one is the alarm stage. In the first, in the alarm stage, this is the first instance the stress induces um, your adrenal glands, it starts to kick in, activity rises, body pushes into full alert mode, and your height, heightened awareness of the stress is there. So, and this can last, the body will need about 24 to 48 hours to recover from just stage one. And this is like overstimulated stage. Um, number two is the resistance stage. And this is when you're stressed, you're stressed chronically for an extended, extended period of time, your adrenal glands may become adapted and rebuild themselves to handle the stress. This is often temporary, but may last a few months or decades. Prolonged periods of being in this state, um, it can, it help, it like makes your adrenal glands very sensitive and it could lead to hyperadrenal. And so number three is the exhaustion stage. And this is called hyperdernia. A high adrenal response will ultimately lead to hyperdernia. And that is the point at which the person is so stressed that he or she can no longer function. Essentially, the body cannot handle any more stress and the person will experience a total collapse of body function or of organs or systems. So this is pretty extreme. You'll need to get medical attention in this case. Not everyone goes to stage three, obviously. Um, stage three is pretty extreme. It's like you're having a breakdown. Literally, you're having a breakdown. Um, not everyone goes to stage three, but it can happen if stress persists. At this stage, you'll likely experience symptoms like a weaker immune system, high blood sugar levels, increased inflammation, and more increased inflammation. That sounds like me. Um, so how do you manage stress? There are certain tips and techniques that you can use to manage your stress levels. Whether you get overwhelmed at work or due to complex pleasures of life, you need to remember that you always have the power and control over your body. And you are the only person who can take it back and take control of your life. So figure out your priorities. A common cause of stress is feeling like you don't have control over your time or your responsibilities. 
Setting priorities gives you back some of that control and more free time. The best way to prioritize your tasks and responsibilities is to figure out what's important, what isn't important, and what can wait till later. So like for me, I seriously go through my head and everything has to be done now. It's like, I have to do that. 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 So I have to bring myself back and say, no, you don't have to do all of that now. Or what can I delegate? What can I delegate to other people? What can um, I sort outsource to other people? That is something I need to do. And boundaries, again, this comes back to boundaries. If you're doing, doing, doing for everyone else, you're going to get stressed. You're going to get overwhelmed. Um, your work should always be a priority. However, if there's something else on your plate that's not as pressing as work, but still needs immediate attention, like paying bills, make it a top priority. Prioritize helps you feel in control and less stress. So sometimes we're going to have to get comfortable with stress. Realize that stress is a necessary and helpful human emotion. While being stressed out has become a normal response, we have. Um, it doesn't have to be normal, but it doesn't have to be so scary either. So once you get comfortable with stress and start treating it as an expected part of your life, you'll be better equipped for handling stressful situations as they arise. Once you get better equipped also with like taking care of yourself and your mindset and your emotions, you can handle stress better also. You can handle stuff better when things don't go, um, don't go right. Um, you know, you won't always be like on fight or flight or like, what's going to happen now? What's, you know, this, this, this. Um, so that's why, you know, meditation, breath work, listening to music. Those are all super good. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about that also. So there is, um, having manageable steps also gives you small wins along the way. So it's called SMART, S-M-A-R-T, SMART, S, specific. Is the goal clearly written with no oblivions? Is it clear who needs to accomplish the goal and any support that might be expected? M, measurable. Does the goal answer the questions of how many, how much, and or how often? A, achievable. Can you get the support needed to achieve the goal by the target date? R, relevant. Does the goal make a difference to your career, health, or, or well-being? Is it going to make an important improvement in your personal life? T, time-bound. Does the goal state a clear and specific completion date? So in the ebook I have, I have a section where it's goal. So you would write your goal and then smart goal checklist, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. Check it off. Why is the goal important to you and your deadline? Ways to help with stress. Number one, exercise. I know it's obvious. Exercise. Exercise is one of the best weapons against stress and not only boosts your endorphins, but it also increases blood flow, oxygen, and nutrients throughout your body and brain, helping you maintain a better balance. And then research suge suggests that exercise can alleviate symptoms of anxiety and depression, plus physical activity triggers mechanisms in your brain that release both, do both 
dopamine and serotonin. And these this, these chemicals um, have an anti-anxiety effect on your brain. So if you're feeling frazzled and stressed out, go for a walk, go for a run, spinning, a HIIT workout. In this, I put some HIIT workouts and um, weights. I have a sample of a HIIT, sample of weights in there, and then mindfulness, yoga, meditation, um, mindfulness training. It can help you minimize daily stress and develop greater self-awareness. So, I mean, meditation and breath work, tapping, EFT tapping, all of these are huge, 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 huge um, tools I have in my toolbox. Um, I use meditation almost daily. There's, you could do journaling, listen to music. And over time, it will get easier to meditate or breath work. I have some techniques here for breath work, the four, seven, eight breathing technique. That is you breathe. I've done these in a earlier podcast episodes, but the four, seven, eight breathing technique is you inhale through your nose for a count of four. You hold your breath for a count of seven. You exhale through your mouth for a count of eight. So, you know, you could do it for a minute, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, probably like, I would say like two minutes. I mean, but even a minute, it's going to help so much. And then the seven eleven breathing technique, and this is seven eleven breathing technique is an effective way to relax and focus. It works by breathing in for seven seconds, then exhaling through your mouth for 11 seconds. This is really good and really powerful. Kids can do it too. Um, then there's the box breath, four, four, four. You inhale through your nose for four, hold your breath for four, exhale through four, for four, hold your breath at the bottom for four. You can also do it for five, count of five, count of six, count of seven, count of eight. I like doing it for a count of eight. Again, you could do this for a minute, two, three, four, 10 minutes, they say, try to do 10 minutes. Um, and then meditation. Meditation, they, you can find apps, Headspace, Calm, YouTube videos. I have Meditation Mondays on here on my podcast. So just go to those. Um, there's so many platforms on Spotify, other people on YouTube. And then you want to eat healthy. There is a link between stress and poor nutrients. And when we're anxious, frazzled, or just plain overwhelmed, we often don't eat well and we binge and we look for the carbs, like the junk food carbs, like potato chips and sugary snacks. Um, and we might actually skip meals too, and we're not even realizing it. And then we're like super hungry and we're grabbing fast food and we're binging. And we're not even realizing that a chemical released um, causing the stress. And now we're eating in our body. Um, it doesn't have the ability to like process all this fat and this junk and um, artificial stuff. So you want to take in um, grains, like a significant, significant portion on your plate should be filled with grains. This could be like brown rice. Um, I like lentils. I like quinoa, fruit. I like fruit. Don't be afraid of fruit. So many people are afraid of fruit these days. Berries are really good for you. Um, if you want to eat lower sugar fruit, um, 
berries are really good. I like all fruit though. Vegetables, vegetables are super good. Vegetables and hummus snack on vegetables and guacamole, super good and protein. So I am a plant-based eater. So I would eat GMO-free tofu, beans, nuts, and seeds, um, or non-GMO rather. I don't know why I said GMO-free, but non-GMO tofu, sprouted tofu, and tempeh. If you eat meat, red meat should always um, be meats, red meats, and chicken. They should always be like cage-free, not like cage free. See, I don't even eat meat and I can't even think what I'm saying. Um, fish should be wild, not farm raised and meat should always be organic. That's what I was trying to get at. (laughs) Um, eggs should always be cage free organic. Um, and then healthy fats, of course, and healthy fats would be like coconut oil, avocado oil, nuts, nuts, butters, and seeds, and um, avocados, eggs, salmon, tuna, chia seeds, coconut oil, and olive oil are really good and healthy fats. So these are just some ways um, to really focus on your health to keep stress away and to help you get rid of stress with super simple, easy, proven techniques to really focus on your health, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, and everything. I hope this was an informative episode. Please, if you liked it, if you got some knowledge or information or tidbits from it, share it on social media, tag me, leave a rating and review, share it with someone else you think might benefit from it. And all, as always, take care of yourself, check in with yourself, see what you need. Thanks for tuning in.